episode to remember is that science has a very strong culture that underlie, underlies it. And many people um, don't understand that uh, science is not necessarily a big science where lots of people sort of focus on, um, you know, this sort of larger character of what science is, but it's actually just a bunch of people and teams that come together temporarily and create content. So I want to talk about how science is actually about content creation. And that's an interesting topic, I think, because it goes against what most people think as what scientists are actually all about. Our goal, our number one goal as scientists, um, despite the fact that many people you know, think that researchers should focus on teaching um, or focus on other aspects of academia, uh, our number one goal as scientists and, you know, as professors, as researchers, as graduate students is to produce content. Um, and what is that content? It's usually scientific articles um, or, you know, books and things like that. But we are at the heart of it. We are content creators. What we do is very similar. The dynamics between the content creator as a scientist to content creator as, you know, a YouTuber, as, um, you know, somebody that's, that's on TikTok, um, somebody that is on Instagram, is the same dynamics. It all plays out in the same way. The content that is provided on Instagram is just different. That's pictures. Maybe it's pictures of an attractive person on Instagram. But in, in our way, what we're trying to prove to other people or to other people um, is that our research findings are um, interesting to, to everybody else. So it's not that people don't understand this, that, that science is, it's not about the sort of validity. It's not dry as what people think it is. It's actually a popularity game. Um, and anybody that's had a little bit of play in science where they've tried to do scientific research, um, they'll realize it's very much a popularity game. And how it all plays out is that um, you have to build an audience, you have to attract people, you have to, um, you know, show to the, to the outside world that you're somehow interesting to pay attention to. And how do you do that is to repeatedly provide content just the same thing as if you're on YouTube or Wisdom, right? This app, whatever um, particular application that you're using is just um, in a different era um, in terms of what's happening. So science as, as it stands, a sort of general model, um, it updates constantly, right? Like it's always updating. However, the sort of basics of it are um, pretty old. They've been around for many years now, like a hundred and, you know, maybe even longer in terms of modern science has been around um, probably the last, I don't know when modern science actually came, came into play. I should know, but it's, it was probably about 150 years ago that sort of the modern scientific structure that we know, maybe if it wasn't, it was probably about the 1910s, I'm thinking about, um, when there was sort of modern scientific structure of, um, came about. It wasn't 
necessarily that long ago in terms of how we understand it today, where we have universities and we've got teams at universities that are doing different scientific um, you know, problems and we're sort of writing to a, an, an audience of scientists. Um, and that's, that's the general, um, you know, that's, that's the content that we provide. It's not anything else other than written con- content at this moment. So it's important to remember that all of the actions, all of the things that happen in, you know, the, the, uh, you know, the, the, the way that we understand like sort of modern content creators, right? YouTubers and TikTokers and all that kind of stuff. The popularity dynamics that you think plays out there plays out in science as well. Um, in the sense that you have to, if you're more of an attractive person, so you demonstrate that you are somehow more attractive in some sort of way, like you're a beautiful person um, in, in the scientific world. It's that you look somehow more credible than somebody else. You went to the right schools and all those kind of things that you do attract more um, people following you. You have more followers. More plays out, it creates dynamics when that happens and there's lots of sort of moments that are not necessarily rational right we recognize in the creator world world where People can just blow up for no reason at all in the same sort of way that they're just attractive or they said the right thing at the right time or said the wrong thing at the wrong time. And um, they they attract a lot of attention. Um, we need to, to um, view our... So we need to stop viewing science in such a rigid fashion. And we need to make in the scientific effort actually looks like. We need to start thinking about science as content we need to think about like what are they actually doing that they're actually really creating followers of their their the things that they write just like a journalist does and um they're they're sort of making this sort of larger following that people will be attracted to and then after over some time it's the following that people become attracted to, not the particular ideas. And it seems to sort of say that, but that's often what the case is, um, both in the sort of YouTube world, world where they look at number of citations and the number of citations become, um, you know, venerated where that somehow means something to the outside world. Whereas, um, you know, the individual creator doesn't at that moment. So we need to really consider a lot of these sort of weird, unusual things that were like, obviously that makes sense in in the the creator world. And um, start considering that the fact that all of these fads and fashions and, you know, weird dynamics that happens in the, the creator world happens in the scientific world as well. Um, and we need to be cognizant of that, that things come out of fashion, they go into fashion, 
um, there's fads, all these kind of things. And, and we fall play to a, prey to a lot of human emotions in terms of what popularity means. All of those things play out maybe on a slightly um, slower scale than what would happen in the, um, you know, online creator worlds, but it still happens over time. And we still need to make note of that. Um, whether that's right or wrong, I don't know. Um, it's frustrating for many people, but at the same time, that is the life. That's what being human is and being a human scientist actually means is that you are doing a lot of uh, content creation and you're falling prey to all of the human biases that you've experienced. So um, if you see on YouTube, for example, somebody that's attractive, you know, maybe it's an attractive male or an attractive female, um, more people are going to know if there's any scientific studies on this, but I, I suspect I don't know. This would be an interesting scientific study because there's lots of sort of studies on this kind of stuff. That if you're a more attractive scientist, that more people are going to pay attention to you as well and you're going to get more citations. I don't know. Um, I'm speculating in this case. I don't know of a, a study that has looked at that. Um, but I do know that we are human and we sort of have these weird human biases that pop up. Um, you know, we, we really need to start thinking about science less in the sense of like, this is science is like the big S um, in terms of, you know, the, the post-Second post War or science where we had a lot of trust in it. And really start thinking about it as a building of um, popularity around valid and reliable ideas rather than, um, you know, thinking of of the idea that we're building some uniform, um, you know, massive wall of science that works together. Because in fact, that's not what science ever was in any sort of way. It always was content creation. And we're, you know, we are just very much, if you're in it and you're doing science, you un completely understand it's all about content creation. And it's all about the same dynamics that play out in content creation on YouTube or TikTok or any other platform that's out there. The only difference is, is that we are playing with ideas, um, which is still very similar to what you see on any of these platforms. They're just ideas, but it's just one form of idea compared to what you might see um, on these content platforms as well. So I just think that that is a really interesting phenomenon that we do see um, and we, you know, I realize that is content creation and I realize it's all about popularity dynamics, um, that we really need to start taking note of that, not only on, on you know, the, the, the efforts of what science looks like um, in the sense of, you know, rewards within science and, and you know, rewards um, outside of science. We need to start thinking about what that actually looks like and and perhaps maybe modeling of that a little bit better. And as well, I think what is an interesting phenomenon is that we should start, um, and this is this has never happened because the funding structure behind it is a lot, lot more perverse um, and complicated. Per perverse in meaning that it's complicated. The scientific funding structure is complicated. Um, you know, we should start realizing or recognizing different ideas that um, are in the, the public domain 
that are outside of scientific journal articles that are really valid and reliable and that can be replicated just as in the scientific world. Because what's happening, I don't know if you've noticed this, and especially since the, the advent of the internet, is knowledge and content production since the, the printing press, in fact, has becoming more and more democratized. And we're going to start seeing that even more at a faster rate. And so we need to start realizing what does that actually look like for us um, in terms of having a, democrati a democratization of, of scientific ideas. And we need to start shifting this idea behind like big science to think about content creation and think about what it means to be a content scientific content creator within the scientific domain. So that's all I want to talk about. I think this is an interesting phenomenon. Um, and I think we all should be aware of this, that, um, you know, we, we do see these sort of popular star scientists that they get a lot of attraction. They get a lot of fanfare that their ideas might not necessarily be as valid as the sort of the group of scientists that are working on things. But because they have that popularity, many people pay attention to them and their ideas get noticed a lot quicker. Um, so thanks so much for listening. Energy, um, Stacy, Rebecca, Marcy, JG, and many others. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. Take care and have a wonderful day. Bye.